welcome back to the podcast. I am Bella Vivi, and today we will be talking about embarrassing stories that happen to the average student at school. Today I am with Shane Mundorf. It is May 24th, and we are in a study hall in Miss Wellow's room down the long hallway. So, Shane, you were talking to me about an embarrassing story that happened to you in first grade, and most embarrassing stories do have an elementary school, so please elaborate. Yeah, so uh, when I was in first grade, you you know how they had like the red, like the green, yellow, red, like stoplight thing, where like if you get in trouble, you get moved to yellow or like red. You know right. how they have that? Of course, of course. So, we come back in from recess. And my teacher's like, all right, everyone, you got to go to the bathroom because if you need to go during class, I'm going to put you on yellow. And at the time, I didn't have to go to the bathroom. So, but when we got to class, I just, all of a sudden, it just like hit me. I just, I had to go to the bathroom. And in my head, I was like, there's no way I'm getting put on yellow. Like, that's, that's just not happening. I'm not going on yellow. Right. So, I'm trying to sit through math class. I'm doing my best. But it's just like, it's getting unbearable. And then my teacher picks me to be the person to stand in front of the class with the flashcards. So I'm standing in front of the entire class as they go through and answer these flashcards. And, you know, I just peed myself just in front of the entire class. And everyone started laughing at me. And I'm not going to lie, that was by far the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to me. Wow. That is definitely something that is very memorable. Um, How did this experience make you feel? And how did it impact you the rest of your school career? Well, I mean, the way it impacted me the rest of the school career is like, definitely use the bathroom a lot more, you know? Didn't want to take that risk anymore. That is good to know. Yeah, and it made, just made me feel really embarrassed, you know. All my, all my classmates saw me pee myself in front of the, in front of everyone. So that's not, not great. Did this ever affect your public speaking skills in any way? No, I mean maybe like right after it happened, but I don't know. I was probably able to regain my confidence pretty quickly. So you're quite the resilient young man. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So, you were telling me about some other stories that happened to you. Uh, care to talk about them? Yeah, so, uh, another pretty bad story happened to me in, uh, seventh grade. I, um, I was talking to some of my friends and in the classroom, and I had this one English teacher, I'm not gonna name any names, and I just, I really didn't like her, and I made the mistake, I just, like, I said, Oh, it was like in the, it was in the heat of the moment, and I was like, "Oh, my! That teacher's the devil, or whatever." And for some reason, everyone had like a a huge reaction. Like all my friends had a big reaction to me saying that. So the teacher in the classroom noticed it. She was like, "Oh, Shane, what did you say? What did you say?" And I was like, "Oh, I, I didn't want to tell her, obviously, because of course, me thinking oh, I would get in trouble. I, I don't want to get in trouble." So she made me come down to her desk and tell me what I said. And so I told her that, yeah, I called so-and-so the devil. And she was like, Shane, that's really, really mean. Like, this teacher's so nice. And 
always works hard to make sure you guys know what you're under, like know what you're doing in class, and you're just being so mean to her, and she made me feel really bad about it. So as I was walking back to my seat, I started to、uh, cry in front of the whole class. So the entire class saw me crying, and mind you, this isn't seventh grade, so like that's not even too long ago. So. Yeah, I would definitely say that's one of the most embarrassing things that's happened to me in school. Right, because because you're a tenth grade student now, correct? Yeah, yeah. So that's only what three, four years ago. Yes.、Yeah, so not even this affected your public speaking skills? Um, like I said, probably like maybe a week or two after. Yeah, probably took me a little bit to you know regain my confidence, but eventually I did. <laughs> Interesting. Well, again, you seem to be very resilient through these experiences, and they're、yeah. quite humorous, if I do say so.、Uh-huh. So, do you have any other、uh, last experiences that you'd care to share? No, I would say those two are really ones that have probably mentally scarred me, but <laughs> I'm still here today, so that's all that matters. That is all that matters. Everybody always goes through. Fun experiences that may scar them at the time, but they always get through them. So I want to thank Shane Mundor for coming on the podcast and for talking about some of the school humiliations that happened to him. I'm sure everybody can relate to a school experience or two that has scarred them till now. All right, thank you. Hi, welcome back to the Family Heritage Podcast. I'm Belavidi, and it is March twenty eighth, and I interview Jabao right side of room two sixty seven in the Manham Township High School. So adapting to new culture and atmosphere is a very difficult thing to do. And I asked Jabao where he was from, and he said that he was from China, right outside of Beijing. And then I asked, "How long have you been in America for?" And yes, but my my dad is all. So specifically, his dad had been here for about several years or so, and then him and his mom, recently last year, came and joined him in America. And then I talked about: so, do you speak Chinese or English at home? Speak Chinese at home because my mom and dad cannot speak English. So he is the only person in his family that can speak English at home. And then. I asked why did you want to come to America, and he replied simply talking about the American dream to come here for a better life, and to have more opportunities. I want to go to college first, uh, go to college,、mm-hmm. and then I want to. I mean, I don't have plans in the future, but just first of all, first of all, just、mm-hmm. practice English. Practice English, yeah. Get English, yeah. That is important to have. I asked him about his goals. And what it's like to be here, and he replied with, "I、uh, he wanted to go to college so that he can have a better future for himself here, and just make something of himself in America." Yeah. Like they 
by him, like, I don't know how to explain, but just by himself, by themselves. They yeah. Don't care others. I agree. Like, and then I asked, coming over from uh, from China to America must have been hard. What was some of the changes that like you didn't like here? And he was talking about how the people in America value solitude, whereas the people in China, you can come up to them and they'll be like super friendly. Whereas America, in America, that's not very acceptable. And he was saying how he didn't really like how we don't really have like those neighborly qualities as they do over there. And he said that was hard for him to adapt to. And I asked him, do you have any goal, like, goals you could do in high school? And he said that he was going to play basketball here. He was going to try to try out and make the team, which I thought was really cool. Very, very different uh, lifestyle. Yes. So the different, big difference is school. So in China, we learn, we learn, study very, very hard. But in America, you can do everywhere you want. It's very, we have uh, a lot of free time. And then the... It's very easy for, for me, but uh, yeah, so I learn very easy. But the English is my like challenge. English and is your hardest subject? Yeah. So I asked him, besides the people being different in China, what else is different? And he said that the classes here were more easy in China because in China, you all you do is study. And he was going on about how he didn't have any free time, which is partly why. He liked the schools better here because he said, as he said, it was easier for him except for English, which was his only difficult subject. So there was some pros, most pros to moving here. I don't, I, so just our teachers let us learn. I, uh, I don't know how to explain, but just, I just started harder than before because I know English is very hard. It's very challenging to me. So I can now like, so I asked what specifically is different about the schools and besides you having to work harder in China and he said that the teachers are more hands off in China where in here the teachers are more hands on So he was saying, just going on about how China is a lot more stricter than here in America, specifically the schools. And so that is what he talked about a lot, how the schools are pretty drastically different in the sense of China being more strict and more rigid than here where there is a certain amount of leniency with what you can do. But overall, Jabao just wanted to reach the American dream, which is to come here to have a better life. And uh, I want to thank him for being on the podcast, wish him the best of luck for talking about 
specifically how the schools are different, what his goals are for here, and some of the difficulties that happened from the transition from China to America. Welcome to Family Heritage with Bella Vidi. So I'm here with Gunny Swing. Hello. Hello. Okay, so Family Heritage is important to most people because it helps tell the story of who they are. So, Gunny, you follow many culture traditions, correct? Yes. Okay, so where are you from? Uh, I'm from India, Punjab, the north. So were you born there? I was born there. Interesting. When did you come here to the U.S.? Uh, Well, I kept making trips to the U.S. for about like six years. And then I settled down in the U.S. in 2009. Gotcha. Did you like always stay in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I didn't go anywhere else. I think Pennsylvania and New York, that was it. Do you have, like, family in Pennsylvania or New York? Or? I did. That's why I moved here, because, like, the, my family, like, most of my family was in the U.S. by the time, ah. like, you know, 2009. Yeah. So we always had a place to stay. That makes sense. So can you explain what traditions you follow, and does it have an impact on you? Um, not, not to, um, like... Extent. Extent, really. But, like, traditions I do follow, like, there's a lot of, like, moral traditions in Mm -hmm. India about, like, family and stuff like that, like, respect and all that. And that's basically, like, it. As far as, like, cultural, like, holidays and things like that, we don't really celebrate those much, I feel like. But, like, you know, we take on, like, we still do, like, Christmas and stuff, but that's not Indian. Makes sense. You're vegan, so. I am too, yeah. Does that have anything to do with your culture, or did you just choose to do that? That has nothing to do with my culture. But you can't eat cow, right? I, the, yeah, that was one thing. I couldn't eat cows. Gotcha. So do you see your other relatives often that live in India still? Uh, my grandparents, I think, are the only people that now live in India, and my one of my aunts and uncles. But um, I think, yeah, they do, do, they do come visit once, once in a while. I think last time they came was like 2017, so it wasn't too long ago. Gotcha, makes sense. So, when like all your family like gets together, what's that like? Um, well, when we do get together, it's chaos, obviously. Because <laughs> I think most families are like that. Yes. But uh, I I say it's pretty normal. It's not like you know something that's different. Yeah, definitely. I feel that. So, knowing about past family culture is not a luxury like most people are fortunate enough to have. So, are you going to continue family traditions like when you get older? Yeah, I think like you keep the morals with you because that's what your parents taught you. And you pass them down to like your children. And you'd mm-hmm. hope that, you know, they pass it down to yeah. their children. That's, yeah, I think that's it. But like as far as like actual cultural traditions go, I think, I don't know, I was pr- pretty much raised in the U.S., I guess, so I don't really yeah. know, you know, I don't really remember a lot of it, and, like, even when we do it today, my parents, like, they confuse me on it, <laughs> like, I, I don't really know what's going on. Yeah, because I was going to say, if you came here in 2009, you yeah. were, like, what? Six. Oh, six, six, yeah. Six, probably five. Yeah. Something like that. So you speak, what do you speak? Punjabi. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And, yeah, it's pretty cool, but, I mean, I, I'm not, I kind of lost it a little. Not gonna lie. Oh yeah, cause do you speak it at home? Uh, no, actually, what happens is my parents speak it, and then I respond in English. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, so I's nothing coming from me. It's from my parents. 
to your parents and then you just talk in English to them. Exactly. Gotcha. So why is your family heritage so important to you? Uh kinda gives you some identity, you know. Yeah, sense of identity. 100%. Yeah. Like it makes you different from other people. Yeah. In a good way, kind of. I definitely you know? feel that. Like it's nice to know like where you're from. Yeah, definitely is. Yeah, I definitely get that. Okay. So which is your favorite cultural tradition? Favorite cultural tradition? It was probably holy because it was like probably the most fun and there wasn't really much to it. Like you probably like seen this like where they throw the colors and stuff like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, like yeah, on yeah. the streets. And like by the end of it like nothing would be the same. Like you'd have like all this powder everywhere and stuff and like you like mix it in with water and like you'd spray each other. And it was like it wasn't like organized or anything. It was mm-hmm. like everyone like I don't it doesn't matter who you are, like everyone goes outside and just and does, does it. it. But like you can't do that here, you know? Yeah, okay. You, so you only do that in India. Yeah, you can only do that in India. Like you can't do that here. Yeah. Like people are gonna be like, What the heck are you doing? That's definitely not gonna work <laughs> <look> out. <laughs> That's a fun tradition. Well, thank you so much and we'll see you later. <laughs> for sharing all of your culture traditions from which ones are your favorites to what you eat to what language you speak all very fascinating and interesting and that concludes this episode of where you are from so i'd be like all right hi i'm bella vidi uh, and hi. you are uh, hi i'm jabba nice to meet you nice so to meet you it is March 28th, and we are right side, right outside of room 267. So, Dubao, adapting to a new culture and atmosphere is like a very difficult thing to do. So, where are you from? Oh, I'm from China. That is cool. What part of China are you from? Uh, near the capital of China, Beijing. Got you. And you moved here last year in May, right? Yes. Okay, so that's how long you've been here. Um, do you speak to like any of your family that's like at home? Uh, no, we speak Chinese at home because my mom and uh, dad cannot speak English. Gotcha. So, oh, so you're the only person in your family that can speak English? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yes. So every time you go home, like you don't speak any yeah, English then? Yeah. That is cool. So both your parents are from there then? Uh, yes. But my, my dad has already come here about seven years, but he cannot speak English. Um, my, yeah, my mom uh, came here last uh, last year. Okay, got you. So when you know when, how did you come over here? Did you just? Uh, we took a plane. Plane. Uh, about uh, thirteen hours. Wow, thirteen hours. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. very late. It's very uh, like it's very uh, hard. Yeah, it's that's hard. that is hard to do. So when you found out that you were moving to America, what was your reaction? Uh, my re- reaction is this is a very very different uh, uh, lifestyle. Yes. So the diff- big difference is school. So in China we learn, learn we learn study very very hard. But in American you can do everywhere you want. It's very you have uh, a lot of free time. And then the. Uh, the class is very easy for, for me, but uh, uh, yeah, so I learn very easy. But the English is my like challenge. English and is your uh, hardest subject? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And 
yeah, that's it. And then the food is very different. I don't like food here. You don't like the American exactly, food? Yeah. No? You yeah. like the food in China? Yes. I can I see that. It's probably a lot more like fresh and stuff over here than this. Yeah, yeah I agree. I agree. So, do you, did you bring any of like your cultural traditions from China to here? Uh, no. No, no. You just tried to adapt like the American lifestyle? Yes. Yeah. Got you. So, were you kind of sad about like leaving China in any way or were you just like excited to come here? Uh, I just want to have a better life and be uh, have more opportunities in the future. Yeah. So that's why I came here. That makes sense. What yeah. uh what's like your all-time goal here? Like uh, I want to go to college first, uh good college. Mm -hmm. And then I want to in the, I don't have plans in the future, but just first of all, first of all, just mm -hmm. practice English. That's, practice English, yeah. That's the most important. Getting English down. Yeah. That is important to have. So, um, learning how to adjust to an entirely new place is a feat and it's extremely admirable to do. So, like, what was the biggest change for you? Uh, I think the people is very different from uh, China because China is very, very friendly. And sometimes <laughs> here, they always uh, like, they don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Like, they always, by, like, I don't know how to explain, but just by himself, by themselves. They yeah. don't care others. I agree. Like, and like then, when you're out in the streets, like, yeah. you can't just go, yeah. Yeah, and then the big change, I think, just the lifestyle. Lifestyle. lifestyle is very, very different. Uh, different schedule. Different schedule. Uh, yeah. How so? How is your lifestyle like specifically different from how it was in China? Mm, life for life part. Yeah, like your lifestyle. Uh, I think just I don't have friends too. I don't have too much friends here. Too many friends here. And then um, I I change I change my schedule a lot. And then I need to go to work. Uh, I need to go to go to bed at eleven o'clock because I need to learn English. Yeah. And then in China, I go to bed maybe uh, early, and then so that I get tired every day. Oh yeah, a so, lot of people stay up really late here. Yeah, yeah that's definitely thing. Because we go to school too early. Yeah. Oh, what time do you go to school in China? Uh, I think it's seven o'clock. It's already late. Yeah. Uh, for America, for uh, for American, but in uh, China we go back home like uh, ten p.m. Oh. Nine p.m. And then wow. we saw our subjects is really, really tough, really, 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 really hard. And wow. then you don't have free time uh, to do something else. You can now talk at, uh, in class. You can now go everywhere you want in class. Mm -hmm. you, can, you can now eat in class. Wow. You can now eat. That's, wow. Yes, that's. that's so how long is like the average school day in China? How many hours? Oh, how many hours? About, uh, 12 hours, 12 that's hours. for high school, but for middle school, maybe uh, 9 hours, 8 hours. Wow. And then for, for like the lower school, maybe just mm -hmm. uh, 6 hours. Like that. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's a long time. Yeah, but we just focus on the study. We don't have, like, we just play, well, I play basketball in China. Oh, you play, ba do you play basketball yeah. here? Uh, yeah, I will trick out, trick out next year for team. Oh, you are? Then, yeah. And then uh, in China we don't have too much activities no. like basketball game, soccer, soccer, soccer mm -hmm. ball game, baseball game. Yeah. We just focus on study all the time, so it's a little bit right. boring. Ah, uh, yeah. do you like it then better here because yeah, you have like more free time? Yeah, because we have more. Yeah, we have more free time to do something else mm -hmm. that I like. Yeah. And then yeah. That I, makes sense. 
So how has coming to America shaped you as a person? Like how did it change your views at all? Or like how, how did that change my view? Like did coming to America make you see things differently? Oh yes. So in China, uh, I don't I so just our teachers let us learn. I uh, I don't know how to explain, but just I just study harder than before because I know English is very hard. It's very challenging to me, so I can yeah. now like to do something like play out time. Yeah, I need to study harder and then. Mm -hmm. So you didn't take any English classes in China? Uh, we take English class in China, but it's a uh, it's a little different from here. We just focus on the reading and the writing. We don't have speaking. We don't have listening practice. So, yeah, yeah. that's the most different. We just gotcha. That is very cool. So, yep. So adjusting to life here was like hard. Lots of differences, especially you would say school is like the biggest difference when you came here. Yes, I think school is very different. School is very different. Yeah, it sounds like it's a lot longer and harder in China than it is yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. But when I, when I came here, I can now uh, understand what the teacher is talking about, what the student is talking about. Yeah. I just uh, study at home by myself, and mm -hmm. it's really, really tough. And uh, I want to give up, but uh, I think I need to keep working. And, that is very good mindset. It's, I need to keep working, never give up. When I feel disappointed, when I feel despair, Never mind. I can beat it. The most, uh, uh, the biggest uh, challenge mm -hmm. is now others, just yourself. Yeah. Nobody can beat me. Just yourself can beat yourself. Yes, that so is very true. Keep going. Keep going. That's how it goes. All right. Well, thank you so much for talking All about. Right, thank you. Yep. Hi, welcome back to the Family Heritage Podcast. I'm Velaviti, and it is March twenty eighth, and. I interview Jabao, right side of room 267 in the Manham Township High School. So, adapting to a new culture and atmosphere is a very difficult thing to do. And I asked Jabao where he was from, and he said that he was from China, right outside of Beijing. And then I asked, how long have you been in America for? And... Yes, but my, my dad is already come here about seven years, but he can now speak So specifically, his dad had been here for about several years or so, and then him and his mom recently last year came and joined him in America. And then I talked about, so do you speak Chinese or English at home? I speak Chinese at home because my mom and dad cannot speak English. So he's the only person in his family that can speak English at home. And then... I asked why did you want to come to America and he replied simply talking about the American dream to come here for a better life and to have more opportunities. I asked him about his goals and what it's like to be here and he replied with uh, he wanted to go to college so that he can have a better future for himself here and just make something of himself in America.
people is very different from uh, China because China is very very friendly and sometimes here they always uh, like they don't want to talk to you yeah like they always by he, like I don't know how to explain but just by himself by themselves they yeah don't care others I agree like and then I asked coming over from a uh, from China to America must have been hard what was some of the changes that like you didn't like here and he was talking about how the people in america value solitude whereas the people in china you can come up to them and they'll be like super friendly whereas america in america that's not very acceptable and he was saying how he didn't really like how we don't really have like those neighborly qualities as they do over there and he said that was hard for him to adapt to And I asked him, do you have any goal, like, goals you could do in high school? And he said that he was going to play basketball here. He was going to try to try out and make the team, which I thought was really cool. So, I asked him, besides the people being different in China, what else is different? And he said that the classes here were more easy in China because in China, you all you do is study. And he was going on about how he didn't have any free time, which is partly why he liked the schools better here. Because he said, as he said, it was easier for him, except for English, which was his only difficult subject. So, there was some pros most pros to moving here i don't i so just our teachers let us learn i uh, i don't know how to explain but just i just study harder than before because i know english is very hard it's very challenging to me so i can now like to do something like play out time yeah i need to study harder and so i asked what specifically is different about the schools and besides you having to work harder in China and he said that the teachers are more hands-off in China where in here the teachers are more hands-on So he was saying, just going on about how China is a lot more stricter than here in America, specifically the schools. And so that is what he talked about a lot, how the schools are pretty drastically different in the sense of China being more strict and more rigid than here where there is a certain amount of leniency with what you can do. 
but overall Jabao just wanted to reach the American dream, which is to come here to have a better life. And uh, I want to thank him for being on the podcast, wish him the best of luck for talking about specifically how the schools are different, what his goals are for here, and some of the difficulties that happened from the transition from China to America.